Welcome to another 1905 podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> you right there, yeah, man. I don't even know what's funny. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, you're, you're listening to another 1905 podcast. Um, Ash here. I am hosting the post-match chat about Leeds United versus Chelsea, Ellen Road. Um, joined by the crew. Joint, like, I, I don't. I feel like we should introduce ourselves by name because we have had a lot of new listeners. Um, yeah. And I feel like we are growing, so we should introduce ourselves by name. But we are established as the awesome foursome now, kind of thing. I feel like we tend to be all together on a pod now. Um, but for argument's sake, Tracy, LMC, how are you doing? Hello, I'm very well. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you, Ricky. Hello, mate. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. And Jay, Jordan. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Pres- all present, correct. Um, yes, mate. So, and you I, can just, see me. <laughs> just uh, in keeping with that that whole sort of message about us having new followers, new listeners, more to the point, um, we do crack quite a few in-jokes. And people that will have listened to us from the start will get it. Um, and people who are just new listening probably won't so for those who are new to to this podcast uh we we tend to keep a pub vibe we normally do this with a beer it's like a a, a chat in a pub with your pals after a match that's what we try to deliver anyway and we don't always agree we try to look at every viewpoint and more often than not specifically tracy and rick will disagree so we've got a bit of a team tracy and a team rick thing going on um, um, I'm always right, yeah. though. <laughs> Rick's throwing fists at the screen. As <laughs> just to go um, with your, um, just to go with your like beer vibe thing. I do want to tell everyone that I have got a beer that actually has the words "cackle loudly" on unmute. So if you are a new listener, that is me. That is you. That is you in a beer. Yeah. Hope it's nice. How is it? Oh, actually, yeah, really good. Thanks. <laughs> you should say waffle on the side of it. Waffle. Don't do a bad beer. He started. Um, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Leeds away. I mean, we all wish we would. We we all wish we could have been there, right? Leeds oh, away in the Premier yeah. League. We even t- we I even spoke about one. it. We even spoke about it, didn't we? We said that was the one we wanted to all try and get yeah. to. Mm. Yeah. So I went last. Well, glad I mean, we didn't go. Like, to be fair. As, as much as I'd like to see him relegated, um, they look pretty safe and there's every chance we'll get to do Leeds away next season. So all yes. is not lost. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to fire through, we're going to go through the lineup, um, and as we go through each player, we're going to dig into their performance, what we thought, and then other major talking points of the game, of the squad, and what's going on around the club at the moment. So um, no, no shocks in goal. Mendy, start there. Um, He's, he's, he's been called the number one um, by the manager, by Tommy Cloth. Uh, and I think he showed us why, didn't he, Trace? Oh, absolutely. If it wasn't for him, we were losing that yesterday. He nil, yeah. pulled off a couple of absolute cracking saves. And, I mean, considering it, it didn't feel like he was being over-tested, it's always a dangerous game, isn't it, when there's not a lot of goal-mouth action and the, the mm. keepers aren't doing very much. But my word, he was on his metal yesterday. And thank goodness, because I think he I think he got us that point. For sure. Jordan, what do you reckon, Rick, mate? No, I was going to say, watch I Rick thought, I thought he was phenomenal. Oh, God, no, oh, we'll come to Rick in a minute. You reckon yeah. what, Jordan? No, I reckon he was phenomenal yesterday. Like Tracy said, if it weren't for him, we would have lost. I love that save where he went like the other way. It's like he went the other way and he's like fucking his ten foot arms just like let's yeah. have it. Yeah. He I was like, like oh an my octopus. God. Yeah. Like Zangief from fucking Street Fighter. Uh, like that mate in the goal. I was like, fucking uh, let's Rick, go, boy. Andy, happy days. Yes, mate. I thought he played really well. Um I wouldn't say he was the Sole reason that we got a point, to be honest. So I've got to disagree on that part. I thought, I thought, just for all the new listeners, he honestly doesn't have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, Jesus. defensively, I thought 
we done really well, and that's him included. So, yeah. So I thought he played well. I agree on that point, but I don't think he was the sole reason that we got a point. Honestly, I could see you choking on those words for a second there. For me, I think, uh, so stat-wise, um, Edward Mendy, since joining the club, he's had more clean sheets than goals conceded. That's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Um, under two different managers. So, you know, different different defensive, like, tactics, different defensive systems. Um, there's no doubt we have improved defensively, I think. Mm-hmm. But but that, you know, with other keepers in goal, mentioning no names, I think, like you said, Trace, I think we lose that 2-0. I think yeah, those two chances, that one Jordan mentioned, and then the one that hit the bar, tiniest fingertips. I don't know if it would have gone in, but he got Oh, it did enough to make there. sure it didn't, yeah. And, and it was interesting you saying about, like, when you when you dominate the ball, goalkeepers not really having much to do, and how they stay focused. And I think that's one thing I really miss from being at a match is I remember like watching Petr Cech um, at the bridge, and I'd always just have a little look. Whatever was going on the other end of the pitch, I'd always have a little look, and he was always doing something to keep active, stay on his toes, and keep focused. He never stayed still. Um, Neither did Kepper, though. To be fair, no, Kepper Kepper made a point of of you know, leaving his box and telling the manager he's not coming off and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And then, so, before we go through the the personnel in defence, I'd like to ask you all, because this is is being discussed on Twitter at the moment, and there's several different opinions. Were we playing three at the back or four at the back? For a start, first question. First off, I thought it was four. And I thought that, but I thought it just didn't seem possible then with where Pulisic was playing. So then it felt like it was free and he was a win back and so was Chilwell. Like that's how it felt to me. And then I couldn't, the fact that people were still at half time, not really sure what it was. I thought maybe everyone's just free roaming now. It was all confusing. Yeah, it was really confusing. Why were you so adamant it was was a a Oh, I thought it was a what? Sorry, Rick, did you say you don't think it was confusing? It looked like a four to you, yeah? Is that what you're saying? It looked like a four to me, yeah. In, in what way? What, what did you see that made you think it was a four? Um, I wouldn't say it was always a four. I think it flirted at points to win Ooh, match, but the start, <laughs> but, but the start of it, especially the start of the game, the first half an hour, it looked like a four the whole time for me. Wow, yeah. I didn't it's think interesting. so. It is. There's a real split. There's a real divide in opinion here because yeah, a lot there's of only the... one opinion that's right, and it was a four. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how confusing it was? Like being on comments yesterday. Like when people started talking about it, I was like, "Wow, it looks like a back four, doesn't it?" And then, then it started playing, and then someone was going, "I don't know if this back four's any good." I'm going, "No, I'm not sure it is a back four." This is because there's too many of you talking waffle at the same time. That's why I should have been on there. <laughs> That's right, it's your job next time. I mean, when when you look at it on paper, like it it looked like a four. But for me, I think as as I saw us play in possession, it was very much a three for me. And I think because because you just saw Rudiger pulled out left, way left. There was fluidity between the two. There was left back push push Chilwell on. Um, yeah, Chilwell had a, a fair of, few chances as well. And, and we'll come on to Chilwell, but a lot of the comments about Chilwell have been his like uh, question marks over his, his, his attacking attributes, let's say. Um, but the only reason that's being questioned and not defensively, I think, is because it was a three at the back and Chilwell was a wing back. He was more going forward than getting back. Um, and it was it was Rudiger, Christensen, and, and Dave, which we've become pretty much accustomed to in, in Silva's absence. So going through them, Rudiger, let's start with Rudiger. I'm going to just put it out there. I thought, again, pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, he played no. really well, I thought. Played mm. really well. I think he was in contention to be man of the match. He and... was the pick out of the three for me. He was the pick. I don't think any of the three at the back played badly, but for me, um... he was the best out of the three. I thought Christensen had a couple of moments that were a little <laughs> bit... Yeah. He gave the ball away a couple of times, but I wouldn't say there was anything 
to be fair, he was the one that had the foresight when the commentator had an orgasm after he oh, yeah. said about 50 million times they've just cut Chelsea open. Well, no, they didn't. He yeah. took one look and saw the run and stepped up. It was offside. So, so they didn't yeah. cut us open. That was yeah. very good. That was good. Away that was really good, good defending. Good He's looking what's around him. That's a good defender. Hmm. It is, but I'm, I'm going to just touch on what Tracy said. I do think he, the, the brain farts, the, the momentary lapses and questionable decision-making... I thought crept back in. And I think that wasn't necessarily a result of him. I think we looked so shaky at the back. They started pressing us high and we managed it against Liverpool. We dealt with it really well. But for me, against Leeds, we just seemed to take a heavy first touch, put ourselves under pressure. Hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I do actually agree. I don't think, I mean, Obviously, like not conceding, um, you know, like we said, Menzi stopped two of them going in. Um, but it didn't seem there seemed to be something lacking, not uh, in defence. Like I felt like in, in in games previously that we actually looked way more solid than we did yesterday. But also um, the way Leeds were just like pushing and pushing and pressing and pressing. it was and they didn't actually burn out like I was like well they're going to be tired by the second half because they literally every ball if they, it's gone back to Mendy they were chasing it. it and yeah I think I don't know whether it was we weren't expecting that I don't know I mean Leeds haven't been playing amazingly I mean they get an awful lot of credit for like the way they play but you know they've not not really been pulling results out of the bag but they were relentless, and I don't know whether we underestimated that a little bit. And at the back, just it fell apart at times. But I would say, out of everyone in defence, I would say Rosie was the the shining light there. And I felt like Christensen did have a couple of brain farts, and Dave had some awful moments. I think I think Aspilicueta had a shocker. If I'm honest, I thought when he got forward, like we've, I think he's been missed. I think even on the last pod. I called him Mr. Dependable. And oh, whether it was... then. <laughs> I didn't put him in my fantasy football team. So, um, but definitely your fault then. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, Rick, it looked like you wanted to add something to that, that conversation about Christensen. And... Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to word this in the most polite way possible. Um, <laughs> don't be polite, mate. Tell me to fuck off. I don't think that we did look that shaky at the back at all. Do you know? <laughs> did, no, did you not watch the game, Mick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that we did. Apart from in the first half, I'm talking the first 10 15 minutes, I thought we looked really suspect at the back. I don't really think we did. We were a little I bit shaky, Stevens, mate. And I nearly, nearly called you out. On the whole of Twitter, but I left it because I knew we were doing a oh, pod, you so I wanted done, to leave mate. it. No, you should have no, done because you upset me that Build much. Me I didn't want to do bag. it in the moment. I wanted to wait until now. I had a couple of days to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I know I've used the analogy before. Our defense was shaking like a cheating dog. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, like that little dog tied up outside Tesco. Three of us are saying yes. The problem is, the problem is, you three talk fucking waffle. That's the problem with you three. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. It don't fucking no, matter because you're not coming on next week. Yeah. I've had enough. <laughs> Piers oh, Morgan, Piers. mate. Go on, boy. Piers is back. <laughs> He's loving it. He's loving a little strop off. Um, so I'm going to no. throw a spanner in the works then. We've got a sort of different opinion on, on the, the defence. Undoubtedly, I'm ready for all three of you. Throw it undoubtedly, at me. regardless of what you say, undoubtedly. Sorry, could I just say? We, go on, no, you can't. Ash is the host. He's no, talking. Can you, you might like please? this bit. You might actually like this bit. I was I doubt trying it, to but say <laughs> that actually, I would say anyone from Kante forwards uh, actually didn't play very well. Kante backwards were our best players, and if we looked a bit shaky at the back, I think that says a bit more. Yeah, I'm going to touch no, on that comment. again. I'm going to touch on what Tracy's saying slightly there. I don't think as an attacking unit, we did play well at all. No. But I saw some tweets saying Kante was magnificent and he was, he was our best player by a mile. For me, he gave the ball away a shocking, 
shocking amount of time he, he gave the ball that, so that ball was like, sticking and under his I don't feet. feel touching on what you said as well Ash about us looking shaky at the back I thought we defended well but there was a lot coming at them. I don't think the midfield done their job well enough. No, and if that's Tracy probably why. Had, and, right. and for so anyone like listening, to... for anyone listening, I just want to point out that Tracy is nodding in agreement. No, I didn't. No, she was backing off. <laughs> <laughs> she was nodding thinking, yeah, he's coming out with more toilet shit. Yeah, uh, that is. was... Serious. I like, That so was it. Look, we, we, can, we can transition on to the midfield. I think there's a lot to discuss there. But just to sum up the bit of the back, I, I think we can all say, without any like any issue, I think we can all admit it wasn't the same level of secure defending that we've seen. There was a few moments against we we played against better opposition and been more solid. Right? I it, 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 I I don't think you can deny that. Right? We shut out much better attacks than those. Um, however. I don't know if it's this confusion, if that confusion at the back was because they didn't know how to play that blended formation of a four at the back and a three at the back, because it looks like it was a bit of both. Yeah, it was mixed bag, yeah. Go on, Rick. Last point on on defence. Are you... But... Are you serious, bro? I was looking <laughs> in your... <laughs> us looking in... So... You three have an opinion. <laughs> oh man, I need someone else on here to back me up because it's just me against the world. Yeah, we need a new member. Uh, we're not we're not opening nine nine five applications just yet. But no, we've already got rid of some fucking idiot. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, can we edit that bit? <laughs> I don't want a lawsuit. I don't want a lawsuit. Can we edit Rick's that out? He's going full peers now. He does not give a fuck. What I wanted um, to say was... Get him a new in, contract. <laughs> in your opinion, we're looking shaky at the back. Is that only the defence that you're saying looks shaky? No, no, no. no sorry, sorry. Just to be clear, just to be clear, we're not looking shaky at the back. I think we have moments against Leeds that we haven't had in other games. That, okay. that, I, I, I do actually agree with Rick. <coughs> um, fuck it. I think it was the amount that they were pressing. It kind of undone them a little bit. I don't think they were genuinely expecting for Leeds to just come at them like that. So I do think that it was kind of underestimated. Um, and I do think that because of that, it, it exposed the uh, defence maybe to, to kind of cast your eye at them and look at them more because of how many, how much they were pushing at us. So you know, it could have been that, but as we've, you know, we're going to come on. Okay, to- so re- so regardless of formation, whether it's three or four at the back, there were a clear double number six, whatever we're fucking calling it these days, right? So the, the midfield two, let's just call it that. Yeah, the midfield two, The midfield two less in this game were Jorginho, J5, my regista. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that literally cringes me out when I read that. It's horrible. Oh, mate, I, 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 it, I still don't horrible. even understand what it means. Magist- I don't Magist- know. I think it means I'm a virgin. Oh. He's, at the if end of the day, he's a fucking midfielder. That's what yeah. he is. He's yeah. a centre yeah, midfielder. Yeah. He's a centre midfielder. Can we just leave it at that? Yeah. So were you, were you were, uh, Jordan, were you surprised by Georgie and Kante getting the nod going into Atletico when Georgie's got a suspension did that surprise you well i reckon in my the only i reckon Jorginho played because he couldn't play on tuesday and would it not have been better to would it not been better to give cover the minutes alongside kante and get a little bit of form there's that but then there's risk of injury and us having a lack of midfielders yeah good points good points uh trace I did actually, yeah, I actually thought that I I completely agreed with you on the last one when you was, I think we all did actually, when you said that for the the game before, that he was, he was mucking around with those two because he knew that Mount and Georgie weren't going to be playing. So he actually, he did something that meant, you know, it was in preparation for Atletico losing those two players. And that kind of went against it uh, yesterday because it was almost like I expected what you thought, which was he was mm. probably going to play campaign oh. cover for a bit, at least give cover some, you know, a decent amount of minutes, 
I wasn't expecting to see Georgie start, I won't lie. And I didn't actually expect um, Mount to last as long as he did. No, we'll come on to Mount. I, I, for me, I don't think it completely goes against the point that I raised on the last pod. I think the choice for the previous lineup, I think that was to get minutes into the players who are going to be playing against Atletico. I, I, I still believe that. I think playing them, there's this the risk of, you know, if we play Kovacic in all of those games, in, you know, two games, and then I think what Rick said, you know, or Jordan said, sorry, the risk of injury comes into play. So I think it's, yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't completely go against my my sort of theory of giving that the other midfielders minutes, um, but I was I just think it was prevention. I think it was just prevention of problems, uh, further problems. Yeah, for me, I think I think we've seen we, like you know two two cool seems like a, a a research manager. He seems like he does his you know due diligence on on the teams and the the, the tactics we're coming up against. Man, I love him. And I, oh god, that's a bit controversial. I think, um, <laughs> I think that it was very clear Leeds were going to be going to play a high energy press from the start. I, I, I think that was obvious. I, you know, we've seen their football. Uh, we've seen how they play. They've been on a bad run of form, but we knew they'd go at it. You know, and mm. they saw it as a proper rivalry. I, I wonder if any of our players felt that rivalry. Um, that was a question mark. But for me, I think Kovacic is very good at playing under pressure. So with a high press, for me, I think Cover would have been the right selection. We missed him. Um, we definitely missed him. But again, if it was to to avoid injury, you know, who knows? But do you think Georgie and Kante were the right choice going into the game, Rick? Um, I think sort of alluding to what Jordan said, really. I don't. What else are you going to do apart from if you play Billy Gilmore? But he doesn't seem to want to play Billy Gilmore at the moment for whatever it's reason. It's a worry. It's a worry. Uh, it's a worry. I wasn't surprised to see them too, especially with Jorginho not being able to play in the week. Um, you can't run the risk of Kovacic getting injured. But then yeah. you could say that about anyone. We did miss Kovacic though. They, like I'm not disputing that at all. We I think his ability to play to game. turn under pressure. He keeps the see... ball, regardless of press, he keeps the ball well. So, and there was a couple of moments where Georgie he, he seems to keep doing that spin, uh, oh. that pirouette, which which is heart and mouth moments, but he seems to do it well. Um, but unfortunately, when he doesn't read it when another player's doing it to him, and he seems to sort of just end up on the floor a few times, get turned very easily. Um, and I think we saw a bit of that from Georgie against Leeds, which wasn't the greatest. He's never at his best, though, is he? When he's when he's under pressure, that's not when you see him. It's best. It's when he's got time no, to play and dictate what he's dictating. doing. Yeah, if it, which, which if he can't Leeds. dictate. It's yeah. no, no, no. It's not. It's not Leeds at all. You're right. So is that a management issue then? Is that the, the manager's choice was was the wrong? Should choice he have then? played Billy Gilmore? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I yeah. I was actually going to say I think um, on the Billy. What you say, Trace? You tell us. Will. Go on. The Billy Gilmore <laughs> thing. I think it's a bit of a ridiculous situation. I think if we weren't going to play him, we should have put him on loan. I think it's not. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. But uh, with Kova, uh, relating to what you said, Rick, um, and and what you just said, um, Ash, about the the rivalry and it not feeling like it was a a game versus Leeds, like there was no one like putting someone up on their ass. Do you know what I mean? But uh, well, I they think were. Leeds were. That's Leeds what I mean. Fucking flying into challenges. But for me, after seeing Cover the other week, uh, shit, I was in Mane. He was the one I would have wanted in there because I reckon he would have fed off of that, but, and he'd yeah. have just gone steaming in on all of them. Yeah, you kicked me up twice as hard. Yeah, or a ball at your head. Yeah, I agree with that. I think in hindsight, um, uh, Kovacic would have been the right player. But then just to go back to Billy Gilmore, Rick. Um, and and Tracy both said like why couldn't Gilmore play there? Um and he should have gone out on loan if he's not gonna play. On one hand, I think yes, he should have gone out on loan to get the minutes if he's not gonna play. But on the other hand, we've just touched on the lack of depth for those that double midfield. That 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 yeah. two those, those two midfielders. But then Gilmore if, isn't even if, getting on the bench and we've got two left backs every week. But if we lose, right, going into this the, the runner games that we're still in the middle of. If we lose one of Kante, Jorginho or Kovacic, there is no cover in centre midfield. No, no cover in those no, two. That's probably players. why he's had to keep him. That's a good point. So he, yeah. I think he wanted to keep him for that reason, to be honest. Maybe yeah. he doesn't think he's ready to start big games or whatever. But 
Then he needs to watch him be Liverpool. Do you think? Do you think that's a, that a place that we're gonna strengthen at some point? Well, is, I mean, if I can jump in on that, I I, I think we've got Ruben Loftus cheek to look at. Oh. Still, I think bringing Ruben back for me, I think I because I, I still think his form Fulham is good enough for. Us. But I also think Conor Gallagher's showing enough as well at the moment to, to yeah. start to integrate into a squad. But he's more into box our to squad. box. But yeah, well, Ruben's showing a bit of box to box at the moment. Mm. He's playing slightly more further forward, yeah. But he's driving runs with the ball as second to none um, at the moment. And they've been I on a fairly good run of form until yesterday. We need to strengthen. If we're going to play the two sixes next season we need someone else in there because what we have there at the moment, in my opinion, is not good enough for the highest level. And mm. that's including everyone out on loan as well. It's not mm. good enough. Worst, worst case scenario, we don't get Champions League. Tuchel's got a year left on his contract, so there's no stability in terms of the manager. How do we then attract the right player? Oh, money just does that these days. I don't give a shit about if you're in Champions League or not. It doesn't <laughs> make a difference. It actually doesn't make a difference. Well, Harlem more money than most teams. Players, spend, players well. went to Man United when they weren't in the Champions League. Like players have come to us and we weren't in, you know, or you know, we're not even looking like a, a fully fledged. That was the last time we won the league when we weren't in it. it so <laughs> I just don't think that that matters anymore. I think it comes down to money. So yeah, you know. I agree. Fair enough. He's agreeing um, with me way too much today. Hurts me to agree, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so I think then, depending on the way you look at the formation, whether it was a three or a four at the back, um, ahead of those midfield two, we either had three attacking midfielders or two number tens, whichever you want, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, the three players there were everyone's favourite, Mr. Chelsea Mason Mount, Christian Pulisic, and Hakim Ziyech. Um, I'm going to start off. Tracy's got her finger in the air very patiently. But I'm going to start off by saying, because this is going to be the biggest talking point, Ziyech needs to do something. Mm. He just needs to do something. Like, he needs to just work hard. He needs to do something to convince me he's going to whether it's the system or not, I don't care. Like we've 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 dealt with square pegs and round holes for a bit. You know, we said that about Werner playing wide left under Frank. Like we've we've dealt with square pegs and round holes, but Werner playing out of position still put a fucking effort in, still put a fucking shift in. And we said if we were there, we'd get behind him. If we were there, would how many of us would get behind Siesh? Was he was he doing enough, Trace? Um, I actually had this conversation with my dad today. Because he was like, oh, he just, he's not built for this league. He, and I said, right, would you say that about Poli? No. Would you say that about um, Havertz? And he was like, no, he's showing glimmers now. I think he's going to be quite a good player. Right. So where's the difference then? Because none of those three at the minute are playing to their absolute potential. We have said so many times they are three players in our side who have had such a stop-start season. And I actually think now, with those three players in particular, they look scared. They look scared. And I think they are genuinely now worried about getting injured. And I... I don't think Ziyech did enough. Absolutely not. He At times, he just looked really nonchalant and, you know, not in a good way. Like, you know, it just he, he looked like he lacked any real desire. I mean, not... Until not he got subbed and then he looked human. But that's the point. If you're going to have that passion, can we see that on the pitch? Like, I get if you're... Um, you know, if you have had a stop-start season. But when I see Pooley come on, you know, he, he tries. And he tries really hard. And I think the last two games, although I think Habits didn't play as well against Leeds as he did the previous game, he still was trying. And he was still trying to move into areas. He was still trying to get balls in. You know, and you can appreciate then that it looks like he's at least trying to do something. Whereas with Ziyech, it did fall a bit flat for him yesterday. And a lot of people were expecting him to be pulled off at half time and I really don't understand why he wasn't if you want me to be honest yeah I mean just to you, you tweeted at the time Trace I think the treatment of Callum hudson against yeah. uh, Southampton was, was, wasn't it say that. So he, got, he got bought on yeah Jordan I agree mate like Tracy pointed it out um, against Southampton Callum hudson was bought on wasn't doing 
what the manager wanted was hooked. And yet we saw a performance from Ziyech that was not not, not really doing anything, was he, really? Uh, a no. couple of good moments. A couple of good moments, to be fair to him. There was a couple of moments when, when he, he bought the time or was afforded the time to put a good ball in on his left foot. We saw one into the back post um, and we saw another one. I can't remember the other chance. There was, there, I remember two clear chances um, that he had created from that wand of a left foot and he got it. He's got it in his locker. So I'd, I'd like to agree, I'd like to hope that Tracy's right and that he just needs some time to recover from injury and adapt to the league. Rick, what do you think about Ziyech specifically, mate? Um, Ziyech, I thought, was poor. Um, I thought he was poor. He's just not being industrious enough. There's just not enough happening. Ooh, Wikipedia. Uh, um, yeah, there's not enough happening there for me. Um, there's not that, enough that was the Rictionary, that one. There's not enough effort. Um, <laughs> there's not enough. There's. It doesn't even seem like he's trying anything. He's not finding any space. Um, there's. He's passing there's clips, to on, spray. clips on. He's touching. And I think match of the day where he wasn't attacking though. the six yard box. But the thing is, though, his touch looks poor to me as well. And you'd thought that's the one thing he should be fucking good at. Just on um, that, I just want to jump in there. Sorry, mate. Just on the touch, huh? like. Uh, the commentators were banging on about the wind and the weather. But for me, uh, everyone said the pitch was shit, but the pitch looks slow as fuck. Like, they, they hadn't watered it for three days. Like, the passes yeah, were probably, holding up, and it was just, it, it was very... probably seamless. weren't the best pitch. It probably weren't the best pitch to play on, but there was, there was a few players on that pitch who on reputation are not as good as him, who had a better touch than he did. Um, his touch was awful but speaking about those three or the two however we were lining up in a formation I don't think Mason Mount played very well no he but didn't again he was still industrious he was still working hard he was still trying to make things happen but looking at um, and again speaking about Pulisic bar the first 20 minutes I thought he was poor as well but again he was still industrious he was still trying he was still trying to make something happen. Yeah. Um, I love your words of the day. There's nothing there. Yeah, industrious. I'm going to put as my Facebook status. That's his new Twitter bio. Industrious. Industrious. Yeah. Industrious. Yeah. industrious. Um, That's all it's going to say. I, I thought Havertz I played like well. Sorry. Uh, Havertz played well. His movement yeah, I was thought, good. I thought he did. Right, His we'll movement was him. good. We'll come on to him. Okay, sorry. Go on. Sorry. No, we'll come on to him. We will come on to him. Getting yourself all excited. We'll give him some time. Cut me off, I'll fucking quit. Um, <laughs> my, my question, so Tracy pointed out, like, from Kante forwards, it just didn't click. It wasn't happening. It wasn't the same, you know, there were whether it's players like Ziyech or Pulisic who are playing through, you know, some sort of fear of injury, maybe. Um, for me, I'm wondering if there may be another reason. And we've spoken about the three or four at back. And now that you know, there were six changes to the starting lineup from the previous game. Six changes. I'm wondering if the manager's <coughs> trying too much at once now. Like he's shored up the defence, yes, but are we trying now to? Because for me, I, I watched that first half, and Zs was wide left at one point. Then he was wide right. Pulisic was dropping deeper to get the ball, and was playing more central. Then Mount was central. Then Mount was left, and it. it Okay, I like the idea of this fluidity um, among the attacking players. It makes you very hard to be marked, very hard to be picked up. But that's only a good thing if you're then creating the chances from it. If you're pulling defenders out of place to play yeah. into a forward, and we, we're going to come on to it, we didn't play. Jordan's itching. Let him. Let him go. Oh, let go him go. go James, no, I was no, I was just saying. I was just saying. I was just greeting. <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, straight up, mate. Yeah, I, I think I, I've been an avid supporter of consistency and um, we haven't had that even under Frank, unfortunately. And I thought we were going to find some sort of, or hopefully, and um, I agree with you where you said, uh, are we um, changing it too much? And I think we are. Maybe just trying a bit too much. Like we're trying too people. much transition mm. in game as well. I think, like for instance, asking why would we be asking each other or you asking us at the start of this pod what fucking formation was it? You know what I mean? 
Yeah, very good point. If you don't even know that, I mean, if we're confused, no, like it was just it was just annoying. Like I ain't gonna lie, the game annoyed me. I know whether we had a, a, a good sort of streak and we still haven't lost, but it was just, we, it, it, we just seem to, we can't seem to find the fucking net at all. The final fight is still poor, we are, yeah. We are struggling to score. Hmm. And you go back to the fact that we, like, and other, other fans will throw our face, we spent a lot of money, you know, 200 million plus mm. on attacking yeah. talent. You know, yeah. Silver was a free that we always always spent on his people that play in the final third, and we're not seeing results in the final third yet. Mm. We had fifteen shots, eight on target, all at the keeper, all straight at the keeper. Every single one of remember. them. Um, and for me, that needs to be there needs to be a little bit more composure up top. Now we're then moving on to the fact that we played without a striker. We played a. Um, a, a false nine, nine, um, as they say in Germany. Um, uh, a ten point five, as two call now calls it. Ten point five. Oh 5. lord! Like we've got, nah, we've Jesus. Got double, we've got double sixes. We've got a ten point five. Like, is this is this the new fucking? Is this what management is now? Is this? I don't get it. I He's just made it. it up. He's made it up. Uh, let's just talk football. I don't understand what all these numbers are. All like, right. you know, don't... If I, I don't if care if football, Tommy Tuchel decides that 10.5 means something. It doesn't mean nothing to me. Just All right, let's talk about football. Just play right? football. Kai Havertz, <laughs> not a striker. Havertz isn't a striker, definitely not. He got into some good positions yesterday. Don't get me wrong, he had a fair few chances. Um, but for me, it just to play him out and out striker, I would have rather Giroud up front. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he snatched at his chances. I think there's a tendency yeah. for players who are needing a goal or wanting to prove a point. They just tend to lean back and put the laces through it and the ball's only ever going up or straight yeah. to the keeper. Um, you know, you aim at the middle of the goal, and often that's where the keeper's covering. So for sure, I um, I I agree, mate. I think he did. But then I guess the other question. So there's two questions here. Like, okay, it's a statement. Havertz isn't the striker, but could he be? Like we said on the last pod, Bayern wanted him to replace Muller long term. Vic's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's because Jordan had someone creeping into his room. No, it's the cat. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. It's just turned around. Went, that- <laughs> I was like, "All oh, right, okay." Uh, Jordan's got that pussy walking in the I'm door. Back. Oh, Jordan again! But, um, but yeah, I no, I reckon just quickly on turn on, on your second question: Could he be? Yes, he could. I put he's like a centre forward. He can be that that player, but I just think I don't know. It just it didn't seem like he got into his good positions yesterday. But it just seemed that why he was up front wasn't what he he gave basically. Yeah, Trace. Um, I'm just really perplexed by that situation because it seemed quite apparent to me, by 60, 65 minutes, that just nothing was coming off for him in that respect. We had a striker on the bench. Well, in fact, we had Werner and Giroud on the bench, mm. like. They are the ones that you, okay, with Werner, it's not so much that we are expecting to score. Again, things aren't going for him, but he works bloody hard and he and he, he is fully in, in goal contribution mode. Um, and Giroud, like, when you're up against, like, a physical side like Leeds, in my opinion, you don't put in a geezer who's literally, you know, in and, been in and out of injury and, you know, only just sort of finding his feet again. You've got Giroud, who knows exactly what what Leeds are about. I don't understand why he was not on that pitch. And if I may, sorry, apologies, Rick, in advance, but Giroud's more industrious. Would you agree? Dare you steal oh. my word? <laughs> Stolen you. his word of the day, aren't I? Um, Look how upset he is. No. He's going to copyright it like Memphis. <laughs> uh, Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. You're going to end up in my fucking cupboard if you we can say. Bo- 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. I do, I do agree <clears throat> with what you're all saying to a degree that I do think we should have seen Olivia Drew at some point. Um, I actually thought Havertz. I thought he played all right. To be honest, I thought 
his movement was good. He snatched at his chances. I don't think there's any getting away from that. He did sh- snatch at his chances, and I think that's probably a lack of game time more than anything. Yeah, sharpness. Um, but yeah. I do like yeah. him. I do like him. Oh, I, I like, like him. him in that role. I do. It works to a degree in that role, but I maybe don't think it's not something that works every single game. Um, I think it's something that will work in certain games rather than others. Yeah, you pick, every pick single him week. I don't. Think it, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He does seem like the kind of player up front that can bring other people into the game with his link-up play. Not so much hold-up play, I've not seen that. But also win headers as well. We did see a header at the back post from him. Um, was It was it was well challenged by defender. But yeah, mm. yeah. On one hand, he should have scored it. But I think with practice, is you know, him playing up top, like he's never done that. He's never done that. Mm. He's played as a support striker or as a ten, <clears> whatever you want to call it. But then but he's it comes never back, played. It comes back to like the experiment strike. again. It's like just when you think it, something looks like it's coming together, Tommy Tay comes along and goes, "No, I'm going to do this today." I mean, don't get me wrong; it's an element of surprise for us. I mean, I don't think the opposition knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah, we all, we always have something to talk about as well. Yeah, yeah, but I just yeah, I think in in respects I don't understand. I believe Rick's uh, ended yeah, up in the, Narnia. Oh, well. oh the, don- the donkey's come along. It's the best thing that happened on this pod. I think he's yeah, for those who for those who haven't listened before. Uh, Rick lives in Portugal, and his wife often gets eaten by a donkey. Yeah, and uh, I think and it it's may have just happened, happened now. But, but <laughs> I think I think Kai Havertz could work up there. I think it could work against a lot of teams. I think he's tall work. enough. He's tall enough. He's got that aerial ability. He's strong. He, you know, he can win a pen, and you know, he, he he's quick with the ball at his feet, and he's he's got a footballing brain. Um, but bringing it back to um to the the Giroud debate, whether Giroud should have come on up top, um. And Trace, I agree. I think uh, Rick and Jordan, I don't know if you would agree. I'm open to hearing your ideas on it. But maybe it was we, we tried to make those subs too late. We could have maybe changed something earlier. Yeah. Yeah, should have been off at half-time. Like we, like we go back earlier on the Hudson-Odoi situation. Um, you know, apparently he wasn't trying hard enough or, or paying, playing to the, the standard that Tichel wanted in my opinion, Ziyech definitely didn't play to that standard that apparently Tuchel wanted with Hudson-Odoi. So I thought that was unfair treatment. Um, it goes back to that, but whatever. Um, I, I do think that Ziyech definitely should have come off uh, quite a lot earlier. Um, I think it was quite apparent <clears> early <throat> doors that he wasn't sort of doing it, was he? Yeah. He should have got hooked at half-time. No doubt yeah. he should have got hooked at half-time. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's one there. mistake that he definitely... yeah. What well, definitely one mistake. Yeah, I think I we can all agree on that. Um, so then when the subs are made, we saw Reese come on and you think, right, okay, he's he's, he's gonna put it in, he's quite physical. Uh, although we made more tackles than them on the day, uh, they fouled us 16 times. We fouled them six. Like they were up for it, they were going in hard. Reese is that player, I think, and he he will put it in hard, and maybe yeah. there was a bit of steel. Um, you know, that was the idea behind his substitution, but he's also a player that can whip a ball in. Would you not then want that forward? At the same time, for me, it was like Giroud and that better wing back, that better crosser of the ball for me. Yeah, there's definitely a case for that, mate. Yeah, there's definitely a case for that. I I completely understand what you're saying and it makes sense. And in hindsight, that would have been a good double substitution because Werner didn't... I personally don't see... Werner is a player that's going to make an impact off the bench unless you're going to play something over the top for him. Um, if he's not starting, I think he just stays on the bench. Um, I would have rather seen Olivia Drew come on so Reese could have whipped some balls in. I completely agree. 100%. Yeah, yeah I agree. I oh, am look at that. Unison in the pod. What yeah. a lovely moment. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since you've got back from Narnia, you're a changed man. <laughs> I know, it's like, Mr. Tumnus. I'm sorry I dropped out a moment ago. I had to go and put a euro in the Wi-Fi. <laughs> in the donkey. Um, yeah, I had to go a euro in the donkey to go outside and turn the Wi-Fi back on. Um, I'm a <laughs> not a spanner in a mix, but he's coming I'm, through. I love a good spanner. 
<laughs> Albert. Um, <laughs> he's coming for a lot of criticism online, and it does feel like the the abuse mode switches player to player every, every week. Um, oh, it's boring. And we boring. haven't mentioned him. We spoke about defence. We haven't mentioned or midfield. We haven't mentioned Chilwell. Um. I thought he but, did all right. I don't understand these people. I really don't understand these people. That was his, what, second start since Tuchel's been here? Are you yeah. actually joking me? Third, third, I think, third. Well, if you, you know, if you're if you're willing to give chances to, you know, Werner because he's working hard or, you know, you, you like Georgie because he passes backwards 550 times a game. Like, whatever your bag is, you you are back in a player for a reason. You could find many reasons for every single one of our players of why you could back them. It's just all too easy to pinpoint, like, silly things just to, as a reason to abuse somebody online. As we've mm. seen today, you can't type Memphis into fucking Twitter tonight. You get an instant <laughs> ban. But... You can carry on your fucking player agendas and abusing them left, right and centre and be racist to people and and racially abuse our players, which has happened to Tammy and Reese this season so far, and not a thing happens to you. Something needs to be done because I don't understand this. It literally is. One, one day it's one player, the next day it's another player. Every fucking game they're picking on someone. If you don't like our club and our players, what the fuck are you doing supporting us? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're just looking for someone to abuse. You're not. Amen. You're not a football fan. You're just a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. Um. And I think. I, I. I hate seeing hate for any player. Like we will always, you know. And I had this with somebody on um on 905's Twitter this week, um, where. They questioned our like they, they maybe thought I was being a bit too negative with something I said, but we are all about opening up conversation and debate, and we will we will say what we see to a degree. Um, we're we're always going to rest, you know, settle on the positives. We always want to take the positives out of every game, and we're going to back every player. But I think we we are we are a fan channel, and we will question decisions performances more to engage in conversation with people about it than anything else Mm. um and there have been questions about Chilwell all over the internet all over twitter um we're not on his back i think like you said tracy he hasn't played enough he hasn't started enough and he's learning this it's a different system and then some people say, oh, well, it was four at the back. But no one's fucking sure. No one is fucking sure whether it was four at the back. Um, he, snatched, he had one He had one big chance. One big chance. And he snatched at that. Um, ended up scuffing it wide. And a lot of people will say, well, Alonso would have buried that. And they uh, are probably right. Uh, well, you say that. If you want to start having a go at somebody for scuffing a shot, you want to look at the last God knows how many games, probably the last two years of our football club. Like, we've not been brilliant in the final third. You want to have a yeah. go at a guy for one scuff shot when we've seen all manner of fuckery in that final third. Don't get it. Don't get it. Mm. I mean, talking of Chilwell, I think he, you know, we just back him. I think he'll get better. Um, mm. And he will, he will listen to the manager and learn. He plays in a left, back position that's his that's his position yeah left back we can all agree on that or left wing back um we had two other left backs on the bench now we have a squad of 27 in the premier league the other alternatives to emerson if alonso's the next in line the other alternatives we have a carlo ziga goalkeeper I'm going to drag it out. You want me to hurry up, so I'm going to be really slow. I'm just um, going to... No, other, I'm actually just going to turn it off in a minute. I really need a wee. For Billy Gilmore, Andrew Inn and Lewis Bate on the bench. Why? If Emerson's not getting looking, if we're going to change Chilwell for anybody, it's going to be Alonso. Yeah. Why the fuck have we got two left-backs on the bench again? Why? Why? 
Jordan, I don't, why? I, I really don't know, mate. I, I, I totally agree with you. I don't understand why we could have um, other positions strengthened, but instead we've got... Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I don't understand that, situ- that, that situation, to be honest. Baffling, isn't it, Trace? I'm not answering your question. I need a wee. Rick? Uh, Rick, give us a really long answer, please, mate. Um... So, I'm going to start with chapter one. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Um, is, he, is he keeping them on the bench as two left-backs, though? Or is he looking at Emerson as perhaps the... the perhaps as cover... Go on. <laughs> ...for the left side of a back three? Yeah. Oh, Lord, like he did the other game when he had Alonso and on. That's what I'm thinking. Is it just specifically that specific position that he's keeping him on the bench? Or I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Is that it? I don't know. I don't think he likes him. That'd be like an Alaba, Alaba wouldn't it? Like, he used to be left by now. He's <laughs> Sorry, what? Alaba. Alaba. No, Alaba. 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 I so, hate you. I, think... I really hate you. Why do you hate me? <laughs> well, for the purpose of the people listening who can't see, he's now decided to play waterfall videos so I can see them just because I need to be. I asked him to wrap this fucking pod up about 20 minutes ago because <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, this is going as a teaser so everyone understands. You've got a new match on Tinder as well there, Jordan. So that's going on. <laughs> Distinctly unimpressed. Um, no so one's going to listen to your pods anymore, Ash, because you're just long-winded drawing fucking shit out of this. Well, you can close it out then, Trace. Go on, you finish it off. End of the day, it was nil-nil. We looked like we were playing for the for a draw. It was a bit bullshit. We didn't have the personnel on that I think we should have had on. Ash is bold and... Uh... <laughs> bold? <laughs> Fuck, you know. And to be honest with you... <laughs> I can't even believe we managed to talk this much about this fucking nil-nil draw with Lee. It was boring. Shit pitch. Shit so tactics, are you. Wrong subs. Wrong line. Hashtag the end. Yeah. Goodbye. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Loved it. Yeah. Bye. Enjoyed it as much as we did. And yes, Tracy has pissed herself. <laughs> it was fun until the last five minutes. Um, but everybody listening, thanks for listening. And we'll be back as always probably the awesome foursome again after Atletico. Atletico. Big game. Big yeah. game. So yeah, we're doing that one. Don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take that. Enjoy your yeah. week. Yeah, you too, guys. Ciao, ciao. Love you guys. All right. Keep the blue flag flying high. Keep the blue flag yeah. flying high. Who's ready?